on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Joe is back and Chad is not here. <laughs> Joe is back from that place. Uh, hope, hopefully we've got him back here for at least, uh, I don't know, a couple months until he goes back into really, really shitty uh, hours at that place. But no promises. Fingers crossed. Uh, Chad, however, is in the middle of moving to Virginia. Uh, and yeah, he's, I mean, most people who move, who have moved before, like, you know, the struggle. And when you're in the middle of that, it's tough to get something as simple as Wi Fi to even, I don't know, record a podcast. So here we are. Um, we're talking the Vince McMahon interview today a little bit uh with Pat McAfee and neither of us have watched it but got like the major notes from it uh the obvious big news of the week AEW really not AEW Tony Khan buying Ring of, Ring of Honor we're going to talk about that weekly recap uh the build up to WrestleMania with SmackDown and Raw the build-up to NXT Stand and Deliver with NXT, and the build-up to this weekend's AEW Revolution pay-per-view with Rampage and Dynamite. And we're going to finish out the show with our predictions for AEW Revolution. As always, you can follow us on Twitter with, at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, are you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome to episode 46 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, joined by Joe, who is back. Joe, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Surprised you didn't shoosh me instead. That would have been way better. Um, big we'll news. To- big news this week. We got to start off. News that like it happened on a weekly show, and it's just... I f- I feel we feel it's too big not to cover or it's it's too big to just cover in the weekly recap. Uh Tony Khan announced, well I guess Tony Khan awkwardly announced on the opening segment of AEW Dynamite this week that he has bought Ring of Honor. How are we feeling about yep. that? I think it's an awesome opportunity for both the company and the wrestlers that the wrestlers and the fans that have come to love Ring of Honor. Uh, I would especially love if it was not a carbon copy of AEW with a different name. Like we're not, it's not just another version of Rampage where it's the same same people we're seeing. But we we talk about it all the time. 
the AEW roster is too overpopulated right now. And this gives the AEW wrestlers more of an opportunity to get themselves known. It creates more championships for them to fight for. And it gives fans just another thing to watch. You know, I, I agree a hundred percent. Like I think this fixes in, in theory, this should fix the one problem, like the one major flaw that we're seeing in AEW with, you know, all the new signees that they have on the roster, not getting the TV time that we think that they deserve. The Keith Lee's of the world, the Andrade's, the Malachi Blacks, the list goes on. The Ruby Soho's who hasn't had, like, I haven't seen her in a hot minute. I think this just fixes that. The one thing that I hope that it brings one, you kind of spoke on like, yeah, you hope it's not a carbon copy of rampage or something like that. I hope they keep it just as ring of honor. Yeah. Like, obviously it's still going to be called ring of honor, but like, I hope it's still what ring of honor was like the, the code of honor matches, the, the code of honor just being a thing in general, uh, keeping that around and, Hopefully, like the wrestlers can show up on both shows. I think the one big thing that I want out of this is Ring of Honor to make its way to national television. I think that would be like the yeah. biggest, the biggest get for them out of this. Because if it doesn't, then like all all these people that we're naming, like or that I just named sure they'll get some shine on ring of honor television when they're not being shown on dynamite or rampage but i don't have fight tv or whatever else ring of honor comes on like i don't have honor club well that that reminds me of something i've seen it's not a, a, a piece of news that i've seen since this this news came out and it's the it's streaming news potential streaming news Nothing's uh, solidified yet, but AEW, and I'm assuming Ring of Honor, uh, could potentially give it be giving streaming rights to HBO Max. Whoa! And that would have, I'm assuming it would be a lot like how Peacock has the WWE Network, an AEW Network, and it would it would give you your entire library of Ring of Honor pay per views back to what 2002, 2001, 2002, 2002 is when they started, I think. Yeah, so give you that, and it also talked about a like through that getting some streaming from international uh, companies as well, not necessarily in New Japan or big big companies, but maybe places Ring of Honor has worked with in the past or something like that. I would hope they would get like some Super Card of Honor stuff in there, like the stuff that they did with New Japan, so we can watch those as well because those were awesome shows back in. Yeah, there, like, there's so much we we haven't watched. With wrestlers that we love, the guys that came up through NXT, because let's let's face it, NXT was just plucking the best guys from Ring of Honor back in the day. Yeah, exactly. And the, the people that we love to watch now and love to watch five years ago are are pretty much Ring of Honor originals. So I think if if AEW does get streaming rights or gives streaming rights to HBO Max, it's a win win for the, both the company and us as the fans. Yeah, and, and if that's true, the one other thing that I would hope out of that is we get, like, if I pay for HBO Max, does that give me the ability to watch AEW pay-per-views, Ring of Honor pay-per-views live? Oh, I hope so. I hope so, because, like, 
I'm, I, it makes me glad that there's only four AEW pay-per-views a year because they're 50 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, that, that would be the awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That would be the one thing that I would want the most from that. So I think more stuff is going to be coming out, uh, from this or about this in the next like three ish, three to four weeks, I think is what Tony Khan said online. So we'll kind of just have to wait and see. We'll see what Chad thinks about this when he's back on next week. I assume he'll be back next week. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see about that. He obviously watches a lot more Ring of Honor than than you and I do. So, all right, he's... speculation, speculation time. Okay. So I don't know how much other people are talking about this, but this is a thought that I was having with Alex the other day down on the boat, and he was kind of being a a negative Nancy about it. But uh, huge name from Ring of Honor, huge brand from Ring of Honor, and we've been talking for for weeks about something being a work, someone going at WWE. No, you don't think that 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 you're not more convinced that it was a work now and it was all just to get Cody. No, Rhodes I think Cody's going. I think he's going to WWE. I would definitely not be surprised if Cody Rhodes goes to Ring of Honor and recaptures the Ring of Honor championship. I just I don't know, because like a lot of it had to uh, allegedly you got to say that for legal purposes, a lot of it had to do with his creative control that he got taken away from him as an EVP while he was in dynamite. Yeah. So, and now we're talking about a completely different brand with the same CEO, albeit, but a completely yeah. different brand. Uh, I just don't know if, I, if I it think, doesn't, if it does end up being a work and he just ends up just showing up in ring of honor. Wow. This could have been some of the best kayfabe work we've seen since the attitude era. Yeah. And, I would, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've also, I, I did see an article that that ha- talked about the the conversations with uh, with WWE and and Cody Rhodes dwindling down, like kind of fizzing out. Mm. I would not like Cody Rhodes was huge in Ring of Honor. He like, that's where that's where he really made his name because he was in WWE and then he went to Ring of Honor and he became that Cody Rhodes brand. And then you know he was he was he was with Ring of Honor the entirety of the time that we we started watching him in New Japan with all the Bullet Club stuff. He was in Ring of Honor that whole time. So I would I wouldn't be surprised honestly if if this was all just a way to get Cody Rhodes back to Ring of Honor. I mean yeah I I like I said <laughs> we're just gonna have to wait and see because at this point like we're it is all basically it is all just speculation at this point. So. Um, other news, uh, Vince McMahon did his first sit down interview in I don't know how long. I think McAfee said on, on the Pat McAfee show that it was like the first one in like 15 years. Some people were saying 20 years. I have no idea. I don't keep track of it. I just know it's been a long fucking time since he's done a sit down interview. Uh, so Vince, Vince McMahon was on the Pat McAfee show this week. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Neither of us have, but it is on YouTube on his on Pat McAfee's YouTube channel for his his show. Uh, some of the big notes that I saw come out of that was one: Vince McMahon will be inducting the Undertaker into the WWE Hall of Fame. So there's that. I 
was kind of hoping for someone else. I don't really, I, I don't know. Out of because like WWE posted that poll that we talked about there, Chad and I talked about last week, whether it be Kane, Triple H, Michaels, or or uh, Vince to induct him. And Vince would have came in fourth out of all those people for me to like on the hierarchy of people I want to induct him. And then I jokingly said Teddy Long should induct the Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. Or just have a bunch of people in Duck Taker in the Hall of Fame and just have him be yeah. the only person into the Hall of, like this year. I, I, th- I thought I thought Undertaker was inducted into the Hall of Fame back at Survivor Series a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like more of a retirement ceremony, it oh, seemed. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, so that was uh that was the one that was the one bit of news out of that. Um the other one is that Vince told Pat McAfee that he will be having a WrestleMania match. And that is official. If you look at the Wikipedia page, which one, you can't lie on the internet. And two, you definitely can't lie on Wikipedia. It does say right now, Pat McAfee versus TBD in a singles match for WrestleMania 38. Who are TBD's we thinking? coming back. TBD is TBD's back. TBD. Finish your beer. Who, who are we thinking Pat McAfee is going to be facing? So... I'll say two names. Also, I'll say one name initially that I think would be well received is Corey Graves. Yep. That's uh that's that's probably my number one right now. Same. Um that's the one I want to see my, the most. And then my number two is uh despite what I was just saying before, Cody Rhodes. Oh. Mm. Or I guess or I, guess I could see that. <laughs> no, I don't think it would be Michael Cole. Like the only other one I could see happening is Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin Theory makes sense as well. I I forgot about that one. Um, but yeah, probably I, the one I want to see least, except the Michael Cole is the one I want to see least. <laughs> so it would just <laughs> be so bad. That one's that's that one's a joke entry. Yeah. Um, Corey Graves for sure. I I, I want to see that the most. Like, I just want to see Corey Graves back in the ring. And like, I think I think they could do some good work. Like. Graves being on Mondays, McAfee being on Fridays, like just taking jabs at each other while they're on commentary on each different show. And then like in a couple weeks, like one of them shows up on the other show uh, just to kind of talk shit, maybe getting a little, maybe getting a little tussle or, or, or like uh, Cole can't be there one week. Uh, so Corey Graves fills in for him or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather, so I'd rather I, be Corey Graves and Jimmy Smith. So yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that, so uh, other than that, I, I I have seen Pat McAfee beefing with a couple different people, not not necessarily a couple different people. He he said when when the speculation of Cody Rhodes first coming or to come in AEW first came out, he, you know he he kind of he did shit. talk a little shit. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, he talked to talk shit about AEW being a garbage company, stuff like that, or a failure of a company. Um, and then he came back and said, I was just joking, like all respect. And then the other thing's not beefing. It was WWE said, Who should Pat McAfee's opponent at WrestleMania be? And a bunch of people said, uh, Corey Graves, and Corey Graves responded, I will I would wipe the floor with with that bitch or something like that. I don't have the exact tweet in front of me but Corey graves said i would i would beat him essentially yeah i mean it's got to be Corey graves yeah 
I don't know. I, I think there's just like I set aside in my head that like if this Kevin Owens and Stone Cold match is happening, then what the fuck is Seth Rollins doing? So Seth versus Cody makes some sense to me. It's two two nights. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah. I guess another thing we're just gonna have to wait and see how it unfolds here with this Pat McAfee match. Uh it's getting exciting. Wrestling's getting exciting. Like just oh, yeah. the speculation port parts of, of wrestling. Definitely. Well, speaking of Pat McAfee, he was finally back on commentary on SmackDown this past week. Uh, from what they said was his uh him him covering the Super Bowl, which I guess made sense, even though that ended like, I don't know, three weeks, two or three weeks ago. I don't even remember at this point. Um, let's see. We had some more uh, rematches that I wasn't actually. I think there was just one, but seriously, we had another New Day and Los Lotharios match. Yeah, we did, which I was not too happy to see. Uh, the New Day won that. I wrote down dumb opening segment revolving around the women's title, and I already forgot what happened. But was... something between Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. And Sonya Deville, because because Sonya Deville and Ronda are having a match tonight, aren't they? Yeah, they are having a match tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, I think it was a it was like a sneak attack on Ronda. Well, it was like a oh movie. yeah, she did like Ronda the chop Rousey block. Yeah, and then later in the episode, yeah, it was like backstage. Maybe I yeah, I guess I did watch SmackDown. I just don't remember. <laughs> Every week is the same, but later it was like uh, Adam Pierce was was backstage, and he's like, uh, "Next week you're going to have a match with with Ronda Rousey." Yeah, I mean Ronda's obviously going to win that tonight. I would assume, unless Charlotte Flair interferes, and if she does interfere, Ronda would still win by disqualification. I would assume. So, yeah, uh, not. I, I'd like. My level of excitement for Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair is just negative a thousand at this point. Like, I, I, I'm just not looking forward to it at all. I don't care one little bit about it. The fact that it's going to main event night one gives me a little bit of hope that it will be good. I mean, Charlotte Flair does have the ability to put on a good match with any women women's wrestler in the company so you can hold out hope for that that it's good but you just never know you just never know i i just read i just read my notes on or the i just read through the rest of smackdown i definitely did watch it i watched it live <laughs> that shit's crazy <laughs> joe's life is just all blended together at this point and he has no idea what he's watched and what he hasn't watched. i don't even know what day it is it's friday oh well, what? SmackDown just blends together. SmackDown's got to pick their shit up, dude. But actually, this episode's coming out on a Sunday. So if you're listening to this, it's probably Sunday if you listen on the day it comes out. If not, it could be any fucking day of the week. Who knows? It could be Friday three weeks from now. Yeah, I guess it could be. <laughs> Thanks for listening <laughs> to those people <laughs> listening almost a month from now. Uh, Zia Lee had her SmackDown debut match. Uh, Zia Lee, who got drafted to SmackDown in October, 
finally yeah, had a she, match on SmackDown. Yeah, she, she came faster than no phrasing. Uh, she showed up. <laughs> she showed up faster than Veer. I'm sorry, because they keep on saying Veer is coming. You know, uh, it was an accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yikes. Um, we'll get through two more things here. Uh, we'll, we'll start with. Well, I guess we'll just go in order. It appears that we are going to be officially getting Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville for the prestigious Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. I fucking hate this. Skip. (laughs) Like, I'm fine having a celebrity match or two at WrestleMania, but when you put a title on the line for a celebrity, you know what? I take that back. Bad Bunny has earned himself a title shot. If you ever want one, I don't give a shit what title it's for. Bad Bunny, go ahead. You fucking crushed it at Mania last year. Literally everyone else, though, no. But now we have, like, Logan Paul has a, has a celebrity match. Uh, Johnny Knoxville has a celebrity match. You're doing a referee match. Not a referee match, sorry. A, uh, a commentator match. Which, like, two years ago, it was a celebrity match. Yeah, and then you have um, somebody who's been retired for 20 years having a match. Really? <laughs> Graves? Like, who? No, I'm talking about who the fuck Stone Cold talking? Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not official yet. Like, that's the other thing is, like, that's just still not official, and it's crazy to me. I, I think if there's ever a time to strike, it's on this upcoming Monday when they have the triple threat, triple threat, tag team title match and yeah Rollins and Owens lose maybe not get pinned but like Owens just freaks out after the match starts stunning everybody and, and then out comes, comes Austin yeah I mean if it doesn't happen this week when the fuck is it gonna happen you know it's just I don't know um the other thing before we get to the contract signing uh Naomi and Sasha Banks appear to be uh teaming up so we're gonna find we're gonna have a new women's tag team so we're gonna have and it's kind of a reunion we're gonna have two women's tag teams now the champions and now we have sasha banks and naomi so we should be seeing a lot of sasha banks and naomi versus carmella and queen zelina for the next mm, i don't know but is that really it that is really it. There are no other women's tag teams. Huh. I guess any woman, any two women could be a tag team when you don't have a tag team division, though. That's true. And that's exactly what they do. They just throw two random women together and say, you know what? You're a tag team now because you're not fighting for the women's championship. And I don't know. I would assume that these two teams are probably going to duke it out. I'm being conservative. I don't know. Probably for like the next four months. That'd be yeah. my guess until they make a new women's tag team. But I, uh, I'm excited for that. I, uh, I think now would be the the perfect time to bring Cameron back, right? Oh, for Naomi. Well, no, weren't they all? Uh, weren't they like a faction back in the day? Naomi, and Naomi, and Cameron were. Oh, Sasha wasn't involved in that. No, Sasha was on Team BAD, right? Yeah, I don't remember who else was in it with her and Naomi, though. Was it Becky? No, she was on. 
She was with Paige and Charlotte, and then there was the Bellas. Oh boy. Oh, was it just two of them? Was it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Cut this. Was it Tamina? Inception variation of the team began and ended as a duo consisting of Naomi and Tamina, but for the most of its time, it was a trio, including Sasha Banks. Boom. It was Tamina. Nice. Good for me. I remember. Yeah, it, wasn't, it. it wasn't Cameron. Yeah. She was with Naomi like way back before that. Like, yeah. That's it, I, it, I, was the, getting, the, I was getting with Naomi's the Funkadactyls. Team. Yeah. It was the fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was getting my teams mixed up. <laughs> Specifically, I mean, there's, my there's so many women's tag teams throughout the history of time. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. All mixed understandable. Up. Um, fuck but yeah that was uh like all of smackdown and then it led up to the main event all the rest of the rest of smackdown was just not good at all and then the main event which wasn't a match it was a contract signing between uh reigns and lesnar roman reigns's promo here was fucking awesome like yeah. he, he absolutely crushed it i wanted to just stand up and applaud and cheer for roman reigns i I don't know. I, I thought about saying today, you know, mark me down in Sharpie for picking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but you never know what they're going to do with Brock Lesnar. It's got to be Roman, right? I will. We'll get to that. We those yeah. predictions don't come up for a long time. We got a long time for those predictions, so we're good on that. Um, yeah, the promo was awesome. We're talking about how he like owned everything. It like he owned <laughs> the ring, the the people the title, the cameraman, the announcers, the announce desk, everything. He owned everything. And like, <laughs> it was all his and that he's just going to crush uh, or smash Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I was fucking hyped. Um, though the, the other thing, this is a, another little piece of news that I forgot about. Apparently there's some rumor out there that after WrestleMania, so obviously this is a, unification match for the WWE and universal championships. So they're going to become one title, but apparently after WrestleMania, WWE will still have two major championships. So they're just going to make another one. Allegedly. Yeah. That's, that's what I read as well. It's just that WWE plans on unifying the titles. Dan Housen. Uh, Joe's actively on, watching Dynamite, by the way. <laughs> plans on uh, unifying the titles, and then I, I don't know if if someone if whoever the winner is will get pinned like a week after that for for the title, or if they're just making another title again. I mean, at this at this point, I would assume is they're going to make another title, but I'm just so confused. Like, why I, I, why do this in the first place? If you're so just going to make another championship. It's stupid. They they backed themselves into a corner by giving Brock Lesnar the title to begin with, and now they're just living with it. Uh, and then Bobby Lashley got a concussion. You know, at least that's <laughs> that's that's speculation. You know, he it's a shoulder injury. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's on concussion protocol. Yeah, that's what they're. That's what they want you to think, Joe. Okay. Nobody goes out for four months with concussions. <laughs> uh but anyway, it, like they, they back themselves into a corner, giving it to be, giving the title to Brock to begin with, and now now they're just carrying through with it. 
It's stupid, but that's what they're doing. So, I don't know. I guess they'll probably see the storyline through because I don't think it's going to end in, in a DQ where both of them keep their titles. Oh, my or, God. I would fucking hate that. Or they, they could they could do a storyline or and it would have to be at a pay-per-view where the champ defends both titles in one night, you know? And I like storylines like that. Like when... Who was it that was WWE champion and United States Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that storyline. Yeah. I enjoyed that. He he lost one of them and then he carried on as the as the WWE champion. Yeah. Keith Lee, when when he was a double champ, he ended up forfeiting it, so he didn't get to see it in fruition. But I I would I wouldn't mind at, at payback. If it's going to be WrestleMania backlash again, I think that's backlash. already okay. That's already yep. announced. Yeah. So if if at backlash, uh, Roman Reigns, the winner of the match, is uh, allegedly is defending both titles in one night, and he defends one and loses the other in the in the second match or something like that. You know, man. I hope so. I don't know. I actually don't know what the fuck I hope for. All I know is that whenever it happens, whatever whatever comes out of this, I'm probably going to think it's stupid because of this corner that they've backed themselves into. Thank God that Roman Reigns had this promo so that I can at least look forward to the match. The match is going to be good. Yeah, they usually are. So that's at least got that going for it. Um, moving on to Rampage. There was just good matches on Rampage. Like uh, the only real like, storyline stuff or things that affect revolution uh orange cassidy qualified for the face of the revolution ladder match uh over anthony bowens they uh i don't know if you saw this online but uh somebody posted like the full uh rap from max caster uh they uh they obviously tape rampage now uh, and they have for a few months now they cut the first line of his rap this on Rampage this week because it had something to do with Vladimir Putin, like the <laughs> line did. So they just completely cut it out. Uh, I don't remember like exactly what he said, but the whole I, I I do remember like the crowd, like I could hear the crowd's reaction to it, and it was I don't know, a little bit unpleasant. Everyone went oh, but like in like a bad way, not like oh you got him sort of way, you know. So not like an more, more like an ooh shit sort of reaction. So yeah, they cut that. Uh, but yeah, Orange Cassidy qualified for the ladder match this Sunday. They the had one the, non-big guy, right? <laughs> yeah, you got him and Ricky Starks as non non uh, big Starks men. Yeah. yeah, and then the only they still have. Uh, I think it's tonight on Rampage. They have Christian Cage versus Ethan Page as the final qualifying match. So that'll be pretty insignificant. I don't think either whoever qualifies for the match is going to win out of those two, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara retaining over Andrade. I thought that match was very good. It was uh, just as good as it should have been with the guys that were in the match. Exactly. It was like, it's what you want to see from Andrade, and we just haven't been seeing lately. Yeah. So hopefully we see more of Andrade here in the future. Uh, I think they're also doing a triple threat match triple threat? To, tonight for the TNT championship. It's like Guevara, Andrade, and somebody else that I don't remember. 
So I don't even think it matters. It might be Darby, which that would be awesome. But yeah, I can't got, remember. You got like three different styles of wrestlers there. Yeah. I'm just glad to see Andrade on TV more because he is fucking amazing. Uh, and then they also had a contract signing between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Uh, Rosa ended up getting the upper hand at the end and she held up the title, Joe. But this is AEW, so who it's knows? AEW, and there's one more show. Yeah, who knows what that could mean? Nobody. Nobody knows. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Rampage, a one hour show. Not a whole lot to do with storylines. Really, just uh, not a whole lot else to say about it. Uh, Monday Night Raw, I thought Raw was good. Once there, again, yeah, there are highs and lows, highs and lows. lows. There's highs and lows, but I thought overall raw was pretty good again. Um, started out with that Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens match against alpha Academy, getting like a little taste of that before the triple threat tag team championship match. This upcoming Monday, we had more of Kevin Owens ripping into the state of Texas which I find hilarious. I just I love when like Kevin Owens getting the freedom to just make fun of things is hilarious. Uh, yeah, and anywhere the the side the sideways cowboy hat or whatever. Yeah, the the uh, the part of the promo that was like pretty funny to me, stupidly funny, but it was it was funny. Is uh, I think it was Seth Rollins calls out Chad Gable for the way he's pronouncing things. Yeah, Chad. They they uh they gave Gable a compliment, and Gable was like, "Thank you." And they were like, "You say that weird." <laughs> and then it ended with with Kevin Owens and Chad Gable in each other's faces, with uh with Chad going shush, and uh Kevin telling him to shush. It's yeah. stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's funny. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just it's like one of those things. Like once again, that is like so stupid, but it's like. You know what? I don't care. I I I'm loving this. Like like we talk about it a lot. Like those gimmicks that you that seem stupid, but in my mind like it's getting over. Uh like this being one Chase U, Wendy Chu with Wendy her Chu. her narcoleptic gimmick. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh. I I'm loving everything Gable's doing right now. But uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens won the match against the Alpha Academy. So that just makes me, it, it kind of solidified even more for me that like they're not going to be winning this Monday. Yeah. I think it could be either Alpha Academy or RK Bro, but it's, I, I just don't think it's going to be Rollins or Kevin Owens winning. I think it's going to be one of the other two teams. I'd probably lean towards the Alpha Academy just because they have the titles, but. You know, Joe, it's a triple threat match. The the champions actually, I don't know if you knew this, but the champions don't need to get pinned to lose the titles. To lose, yeah. It's crazy. I that wish they would something. remind us more when there's those kinds of matches. Yeah, because we just get so confused sometimes. Yeah. Almost in T-Bar. Almost picks up the win. That's all I want to say. It's stupid. Whoa. T-Bar. This one surprised me because my, my note for this was, T-Bar is still employed by WWE. What the fuck? I had no idea. I thought he was in the list of thousands of people that have been cut. Dominic Dajakovic is good, man. Yeah, I just assumed. Like, yeah, there's a ton of people that got cut that are good. 
Yeah. I was just very surprised to still see him employed, but I'm not like not bashing him at all. I just expect like he's just one of those like down on the card guys. Like they they put him down lower on the card, and most of those people got released. Yeah. I was just surprised whole, to see him. The whole retribution thing was just just killed good wrestlers. I can't believe there's still remnants of it. You guys talk about the return of Chris Jericho's six pack last week. We talked about how he looks good. He looks good. He looks real good. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at him right now. The entire internet's talking about it, posting like before and after pictures. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I've never had a six pack, so six pack of beer, but I generally don't even have that because I like to buy in bulk. Yeah, it's cheaper and I just enjoy consuming mass amounts of alcohol. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Real, yeah. He looks young. He, he does. He does, his Joe. Fa- his face is thinned out real like a lot too. Yeah, I got to figure out what pill he's taking and, and get give me some of that. It's, it's probably diet and exercise. You don't what? wait. So you're telling me that in order to get rid of my gut, I have to diet and exercise diet and exercise. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It doesn't, that's going to, in the words of the famous Randy Jackson, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to raw. Uh, we had that six woman tag team match. I thought it was very good. I was very surprised. Like I was just kind of expecting it to end in a disqualification. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I just expect every WWE match to end in a disqualification at this rate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm so biased at this point just because they like half the time they leave such a sour taste in my mouth after their weekly shows and then lately on the pay per views has just been fucking destroying my morale for wrestling. But this six-woman tag team match is uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and Liv versus Becky Lynch, Dewdrop, and Nikki A.S.H. I thought it was very good. And we got another, like, just hellacious hair whip from Bianca onto Becky Lynch. And you could see the scars on Becky immediately afterwards. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It, it was, looked rough. It was ugly. I'm excited to see the scars like this week when she shows up. I hope she, I hope she shows it. I want to see what that looks like a week later. Probably not as bad as it looked the next day, but that's a good sign. Yeah. It's healing, you know? No, no, I was, I'm, I literally saw a good sign. Oh, (laughs) what did it it say? It's uh, CM Punk comes out for a promo and there's a sign that said, all I wanted was a Pepsi, which is, uh, yeah uh social no not social distortion uh what's that band it's oh i have no idea institution oh. something suicide uh you're not not even talking close to anything i listen to yeah I know. Uh, that's fine i will say you are about to watch suicidal tendencies something crazy you're about to watch something pretty fucking crazy okay that's all I'm going to say about that. But we're going to talk about that later because I have a bone to pick with this segment that you're about to watch. Uh, another thing that I have a bone to pick with uh, is Tommaso Ciampa's new music, Joe. Tommaso Ciampa, been on, the main, been on the main roster here for a little bit now, a couple weeks in a row. 
and he's already got new music. Yeah. I didn't really even get a chance to like listen to like how shitty it was, but I texted the, I texted you and Chad about it and Chad hated it. So I assume it's not good at all. Like why yeah. not just keep the fucking music? I don't get I, it. At I don't all. know why they think that he needs new music. Part of me thinks that like, cause, cause right. We went to raw a couple weeks ago and I'll tell you right now, like the amount of people that it just seemed like did not have any fucking clue who Tommaso Ciampa was just kind of gives you like perspective on the, your, your casual slash like average wrestling fan. They have no idea who NXT people are. They have no idea what AEW is. So when these when these people get called up to the main roster, they get there for a couple weeks, they use their NXT music while they generate some new music, and it's just kind of like they give them new music so that the audience can kind of relate them to something that they know, which I don't know yeah. why not just keep the old music, but then I don't know. Because uh, he got he barely got a reaction out of the crowd when he came out when we were there in Colombia, So maybe it's that maybe so the audience can get used to some music that they've heard for the first time, but either way, like all the new music they've had in the last year has been fucking trash except for Roman Reigns's music. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else that's even remotely good. There's probably something out there, but I just can't think of it right now. I can't think of anything anything at all i mean they brought back they brought back seth rollins old music which was good what do you mean burn it down they just brought that portion of it back it's still the that one's still newish as well that one's catching on to me though i'm starting to like the little symphony the oh oh that that sort of thing yeah it's catching on to me i mean i'm enjoying that portion of it uh what else happened on raw yeah you said that uh champa won oh yeah he beat Bob, oh, uh, robert I forgot, Rude, how, right? I forgot how mad this made me Ooh, go off uh, it was it's just like tomaso champa right we know how how capable he is of having a good match and he's had good matches in front of like on our tv screens for years and he gets to raw it's his First actual match on Raw, right? No. I mean, first singles match, I think. First singles match on Raw. And he wins by a quick, pin, like, roll-up pin. Roll-up pin. Why does Raw have to do roll-up pins? It's a three-hour fucking show. Why not do a definite win with a storybook ending? Even if you want to make it a quick match, it doesn't need to be a, a roll-up. Have you ever seen Tommaso Ciampa do a roll-up pin before? I've seen him attempt some. I don't know if he's ever won using it. Pro- probably when he was he a has. heel. Probably when he was a heel. I don't but think NXT like, was about that. It's just to protect the other person. Like they do too much of that. Like they don't like to just bury people. And they think like when you get pinned, you're just automatically just buried for the rest of eternity. So every match ends in a some sort of fluke roll up, a fluke like interference or a disqualification. Or foot on the ropes or something. Pulling tights on a roll-up. Like, that's just what they do. All right. Let's see. After Tommaso Ciampa's match, we had RK Bro taking on the Street Profits. Wanted to point out something here. Nice. 
uh, in the little backstage portion where RK bro had their little interview or not interview. Like they were talking right before the entrance. Just wanted to point something out. The uh, let's see. Randy Orton said to Riddle that they're getting the tag titles back. If it's the last thing they do. Oof. They're breaking up. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I and I remember this now. So like my thought process behind like where we're going with the raw tag title picture going into mania. I think you're going to have an Orton versus Riddle match. Finally, like I think they're going to break up here after. I don't know, in a couple weeks or next week or something like that. Uh, So that's happening. I don't think it's going to be Rollins and Kevin Owens versus Alpha Academy just because of all the Austin rumors and. I don't know whether or not those have died down and that it's not actually happening. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So if they do end up staying as a team, I could see that match happening at Mania. But if not, like Street Profits versus Alpha Academy would be a fucking banger at Mania. I would love that. And the and the Street Profits beat RK Bro on Monday as well. So yeah. I did have one question though about Randy Orton. What about him? Have you ever or can you remember a time ever where Randy Orton did like his patented setup to do his RKO where he like twists around and starts banging his forearms on the ground, slithering like a snake. Can you ever remember a time where he did that and then actually hit the RKO? <laughs> Cause I can't. He's going to that place. I'm just getting in the mental. He's never, I don't think he's ever fucking hit it. No. Like no, it's you, that I can like remember. It. Like it's obviously like it's I think it's just been a very long time since it's happened. Like, but he almost like the success rate of that has to be five to ten percent, maybe. Yeah. It's just it's just ridiculous. I can't believe I've never like thought about that before, but yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then Joe, I don't know if you noticed this. Uh Monday Night Raw pulled a smackdown on us. With the Finn Balor Damian Priest match, did you did you catch this? I don't I don't know what you're talking about. So you will you'll you'll catch on as I start to tell you what I wrote down here. So at ten thirteen p.m. on Monday night, Finn Balor made his entrance. We then went to commercial. We came back from commercial, and we had our Veer is coming to Raw segment. We had a SmackDown recap video that took a few minutes. And then we had Damian Priest's entrance. Then we went back to commercial. Then we came back from commercial and we had a Vince McMahon, Austin Theory backstage segment. And the match finally started 16 minutes later at 1029. So between Finn's, Finn's entrance and the match starting was 16 minutes. And then the match was over at 1041, 12 minutes later. With a commercial break in, in there. Like wasn't a bad match though. It wasn't bad. And Finn Finn Balor won the United States Championship. So like I, I can't hate on that. I can hate on everything leading up to the match because like why not just do all that shit before the match starts? Like before the Finn Balor entrance and then just do the entrance. Gotta be because in the match. of the live crowd. I know, no, because like then like the whole time with the live crowd. Like Finn and Damien are just standing in the ring doing nothing 
while they're in commercial or showing backstage segments or whatnot. Like, so like, it can't be because of the live crowd. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, why not do all those videos, like shit ass recaps and whatnot before the match actually starts, give the, give the live crowd, I don't know, maybe a pee break and then come back and we start the match. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Obviously we don't like it as a group. (laughs) No, not at all. Um, but yeah, Finn, Finn won the United States championship. Uh, so it looks like, oh yeah. And then, and then priest. Yeah. Priest turned into Damien and it looks like we're just going to be getting a lot, a lot of, a lot of Damien from now on. Yeah. This might be the, the final heel turn, the final turn to Damien forever and ever. Um, so yeah, we won't get like the wishy-washy stuff that you don't really care too much for. So maybe that'll be good for him. I didn't mind yeah. his United States Championship run, other than like the wishy-washy. I'm, I'm priest now. I'm Damien. You won't like me when I turn into Damien. <laughs> sort of shit. So yeah, now I'll just be Damien. I wonder if we're gonna get that ma- like a rematch at Mania. I wouldn't mind seeing that Finn and uh, Damien Priest. No, as long as they give it the time it deserves. I mean, I wouldn't even mind 12 minutes again. Like, Mania is going to be, yeah. Yeah, because you won't have commercial breaks. So, who knows? Uh, And then we had the final little segment of the night. Edge demanding his challenger for WrestleMania. And, of course, it's AJ Styles. We knew all along it was going to be AJ Styles. Uh, What we didn't know is that it uh, was going to be uh, a heel edge versus AJ Styles. I just kind of thought, I just, yeah, I just kind of thought it would be, you know, two good guys going at it in some friendly competition that in a match that's going to fucking rock the the wrestling world. And nope, heel edge is back. And I like it. Yeah. And then I think after Mania, he'll go away or maybe after Backlash. And then he'll come back as a face again. Yeah, I could see that. Back back in time for SummerSlam, probably. Yeah. Like, he works, like, SummerSlam, Mania, and the Rumble every year. That's pretty much it at this rate. But, yeah. All in all, like I said at the beginning, Raw was good. Yeah. Raw was good. I like the direction Raw is going towards WrestleMania. And there's still, like, a bunch of unanswered questions, like, the unanswered questions on SmackDown versus the ones on raw. Like I'm way more invested and interested in the ones on raw versus the ones on SmackDown. Yeah. We just want something to happen on SmackDown. Yeah. Something, something that's not revolving around Rhonda and Charlotte and Roman and Brock. Yeah. Um, which I'll, uh, I'll say it now. Cause I don't know if I'll get another opportunity to, and I forgot to say it in, uh, during the SmackDown review. Um, I read that Ricochet is getting a push. Like not not like Whoa, we're saying dude. Not like we're saying that he's getting a push. But I, I he's got an intercontinental championship match tonight. And probably gonna I read, lose. Yeah, probably. But I read that that Vince McMahon is finally ready to to pay attention to Ricochet. So I mean Please do. A couple weeks away from Mania and Finn Balor gets the United States championship couple weeks away from mania maybe an intercontinental championship reign for uh for ricochet is the right move too yeah we'll see but 
I just want to point out as well that uh, that Finn Balor is only uh, one of the brand's tag team championship reigns away from uh, from becoming a Grand Slam champion. That's true. I thought about that. Like I didn't realize uh, I had forgotten he won the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know how, but yeah, that was the last thing he did before he lost. He left uh, the main roster. Yeah. Uh, okay. NXT. I have watched all of NXT. I have not. I've watched about half of it. But um, Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa versus the Dirty Dogs. We got a snippet of the old glorious Bobby Roode yeah. entrance. Yeah. That was very exciting. I was, I was ecstatic, dude. I was really excited as soon as I heard that music. Um, Quick notes, just like last week, because uh, I thought... I mean, the one match that I saw from the Women's Dusty Cup this week was better than either of the two last week, uh, which was Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu beating uh, Indy, Hartwell. Indy Hartwell and per- Persia Pierogi. Um, I don't know how the Raquel and Cora versus whoever they faced was, but those were the two teams that advanced in the Dusty Cup. And we'll get a little Dakota versus Raquel in that semifinal match. So that should be good to see. I asked Chad this last week, but who do you think is going to win this? I mean, we're him and I both were like came to the conclusion that it's going to be Dakota and Cora versus EO and uh Kaylee Dakota Ray. And Cora? No, Cor- uh, uh Raquel and Cora, sorry. Raquel and Cora, yeah. I think Raquel and Cora have a better shot at winning overall. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think that whoever wins the Dusty Cup, the Women's Dusty Cup at least, will go on to win the Women's Tag Team Championship. Okay. Uh, and I don't think Io Shirai is getting another championship in NXT. Why? Do you think it's just because like, she's moving up? Because she's old. Jeez, Joe. Not not like for, by my standards. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's also not me saying that I want to... <laughs> I think I've really backed myself into a corner here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Just keep talking. This is great. Okay. So <laughs> she's by NXT, NXT 2.0 standard. She's an older wrestler. She spent a, a lot of time on NXT. I don't know if, if that means she's going to be called up or, or not, but I think that her time in NXT is close to an end. Yeah. I mean, I- out of the women, like I think her, Dakota, and Raquel are three of the women that need to get to the main roster and help with the depth up there because it's just not good. Plus, plus, I don't think that Kaylee Ray is uh, has really has a spot in the NXT Women's Tag Team Division. I think she's a single star. I don't really see her ever being in a good tag team. One because WWE doesn't do women's tag teams right. Or tag teams in general, really. Yeah. Uh, or just Other than NXT. Tag team NXT divisions. Does, yeah. NXT does tag teams, right? Yeah. But I, I just don't... I don't see her as a, a tag team wrestler. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, my answer has always been... I think I said this last week. I think Raquel and Cora are going to win. Yeah. Um, And then that'll eventually lead to them breaking up and Cora, Cora Jade getting a singles push. A push? A singles opportunity. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so, 
the let's see what else happened uh uh i almost said darren waller uh that's a tight end for the la raider or the the vegas raiders um grayson waller and la knight have a last man standing match next week that uh that was pretty much all i saw i got the first little bit of the walter and uh sola sokoa match but i saw that walter won i assume that that was probably pretty good yeah it was a good match did you say walter yeah i'm not calling him gunther gunther just just because it's too confusing no not because it's confusing just because i refuse to I'm an old I'm I'm old. I hate change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like half of what we complain about here is like name changes and music changes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good it was a good match. That's that's really there there wasn't anything like overly awesome about it. It was just like a, a Walter match, you know. And Solo Sokoa is good. Yeah. Know? I'm excited to see him thrive here in this next year on nxt 2.0 um i saw von wagner continuing to get his huge push uh he beat andre chase yeah he's getting a very very big push yeah so nice just can't wait to see the the push you know just come to fruition and you know von wagner just get pushed to the moon and then the main event was uh Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunn. And that was a really good match. It was it again, nothing overly exciting, like not no specific moments that that were were different than m- most matches that either of these guys do. They're just two good good wrestlers putting on a good match together. Um Trick Williams on the outside got his fingers broken by oh, nice. Pete Dunn. And then uh, Carmelo Hayes beat Pete Dunne to retain the North American Championship. So I have one question before we close out NXT here. So um, I think it's kind of universally agreed upon on this show that among the 2.0 wrestlers, Carmelo Hayes is the most, I think, I think far and away the most ready already to move up to the main roster. Who... Who do you think is like number like two and three? Who's like right behind him? I mean, Braun Breaker. Braun Braun Breaker really he looked great in the in the opening segment. Okay, the opening match. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I don't want to go all guys. Nikita Lyons. <laughs> mm. Just kidding. No, I I think she's got work to it's gonna do. Gonna be a no for me, dog. I mean, if we were um, going women, I would say Cora. Like Cora Jade. Yeah. But also, I want to see her in NXT. Or Gigi and JC. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gigi Dolan's just got a good amount of fan following right now. You know? Yeah, she does. Also, Odyssey Jones. Ooh. I was also going to say Grayson Waller as uh, ready, Grayson ready, Wall- for, yeah. ready for main roster already. Yeah. As far like, as far as like who I want to see called up Odyssey Jones. Yeah. I guess Odyssey Jones and Tomasa Champa, but I, yeah, strictly 2.0 though. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want any of them. Maybe Braun breaker. I'd rather see them keep doing their thing on NXT. Cause I think NXT is still doing a better job of telling stories, period. Telling, like, telling stories, the biggest good matches with the stories. 
So I, yeah. I'd rather not really see anybody, any of those people. Take yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of the old guard, all a lot of the black and gold. And maybe Grayson Waller. Maybe, but I doubt it. Like, realistically, I think we could be looking at a lot of call-ups here in the next couple months. Like, LA Knight, he's ready. Champa is already there, basically. Gunta and maybe Imperium. Uh, fuck, I had some more people. Oh, the women I mentioned. So, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai. Yeah, Kaylee uh, Ray. I could see Kaylee Ray going up, too. Uh, she, she's young, though. She's only like 26. Yeah. So, but I, I think that's realistically the age that they're looking at bringing people to the, to the other shows is, is around 26. I think they want to get them at like 18 to 20, train them up, spend a couple of years there, just like they did with Leah, but Leah never got good. <laughs> I mean, she can roll up Natty in 3.17 seconds. So there's that. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's finish out here with Dynamite. Joe, where are you at in Dynamite? Uh, Cesar Bononi or whatever his name is. And someone else. Wardlow. War- oh, yeah. Sorry. I, that is definitely is Wardlow. <laughs> I know who's going to win this match, though. So. Um, okay. So. Uh, you could just talk about anything, though, because I'm pretty sure I know what the main event is. Yeah. Well, We'll talk about that, but uh, we'll just go in order. So the, after Tony Khan broke the Ring of Honor news, they had a um, a match between Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels, who's back, uh, and his eye just looked completely fucked up. I don't know if that was real or if that was a contact. They said it was from something that the Young Bucks did before he left, like uh, last time in the, that like final mm-hmm. match with SCU. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> Um, so I don't know if that was like still lasting from that, which if it was like, holy shit, that's insane that he wrestled. Um, but the, the, the the fun little, the the fun little tidbit about it was that it apparently was the first ring of honor main event or something like that. It was between those two. It was the main event from the first ever ring of honor pay-per-view. Okay. And then they had that match to open dynamite which I thought was it was pretty cool. And it was good, obviously, because it's Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. Yeah. It, yeah, it was it was a fun match to watch. Uh, and then the next match was just fucking so much. <laughs> it was it was a tag team Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I appreciated the shit out of that. Which and yeah, they've done it, it before and I, and I like it. It made me think, like, could you imagine WWE trying to pull something like that off? I mean, it's the same amount of competitors as a normal Royal Rumble. But, like, this one's WWE, WWE could not pull that off. They don't even have 15 teams. That's true. <laughs> like, take out the teams that are two single stars thrown together. They don't have 15 teams. No. Like, I don't think they've, they're even close to that. They, they probably are, but, like... I don't know. There's some people that you can make an argument for that are a team. I think right now you could make an argument for RK Bro since they have been together for a while, but they're about to break up. Huh. Hopefully. Ryan Nemeth and Peter Avalon are still in the company. That's something I learned during this match. <laughs> and yep. also, yeah, 2.0. <laughs> Where have they been since that feud with... They've been around. 
Yeah. They're around quite a bit, actually. Yeah. They're just the same exact as they were same exact tag team as they were in NXT. Yeah, I think they're a little funnier here, but yeah. Um Darius Martin, Darius Martin. Oh yeah, top flight reunion. Yeah. I don't know why I said Darius. His name's Darius. That was just a shout out to our good buddy Darius. So yeah, top flight was back together. Uh I thought the end of the match where we had just both Young Bucks and and Darius Martin in the ring, and basically one on two. Uh, he was able to eliminate Nick Jackson, but then Matt was able to eliminate Darius Martin. And the Young Bucks are uh, part of the Triple Threat Tag Team Match this weekend for the AEW Tag Team Championships, which yep. I kind of like how they did this and built it up. I just think it makes the outcome of the match at the pay-per-view a little predictable, but... I don't know. That's my opinion. We'll see what happens when we do predictions here in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, the next thing I have is the CM Punk MJF stuff. Yeah, which you you had a lot to talk about about this. So I'll it's not you... so much that I have a lot to talk about. I mean, we can just recap it real quick. Like CM Punk got played, which we all saw coming after last week. MJF kicked him in the nuts. They tied the dog collar around him. He hit him with the dynamite diamond ring and CM Punk bladed the absolute shit out of himself. It was disgusting. Yeah. And then they fucking hung him on live television. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it happening this Sunday on pay-per-view because you know, you're, you're, you're paying the $50 to watch something on pay-per-view where you can pretty much show whatever the fuck you want. This is live television on TBS, the same fucking network that Friends comes on or whatever else. And they're showing a dude that is just covered in blood getting hung (laughs) on television. I just didn't think that it was necessary. Like you, I felt like they could have done some other stuff with the dog collar instead of doing a hanging spot. Like, save it for the pay-per-view. I just didn't think it fit on TV. Not really not really my taste for TV yeah. specifically. Because I, I, I kind of figured we'd see it at the pay-per-view. Which I'm fine with. I just think it's a little different pay-per-view versus what, like, what you show on pay-per-view versus what you show on TV. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Because the reaction online seemed to be like, everyone loved it. I don't know. What did you think? Uh, well, I watched most of it on mute, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't think that I think you're more concerned about AEW's standings with like people than with the actual content that you're seeing is what it sounds like, because you're saying you would be fine with watching it on on TV or sorry, on pay-per-view, but on TV, it's it's not so good. Yeah, so I, I guess th- maybe it's like like their image. Yeah. So I, I I don't have an opinion one way or the other. Obviously, like some people could take offense to that and it could be triggering to some people as well. So it, it might be a dangerous spot to show and like irresponsible. But but they also had a death match last year. That's true. <laughs> so I guess there's that. I don't know. That and I enjoyed that. I don't know. Maybe I've changed. Maybe Maybe it was just the hanging thing. I don't know. 
I yeah, I mean, it, 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 what it what it reminds me of is the 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 spot in the the match the 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 silent WrestleMania with uh, Edge versus Randy Orton, where I don't I don't remember which one did it to the which one, but there was a spot where I think it was one of them got hung up in in the wires of gym equipment. And people thought that was like not responsible to show because of the the whole Chris Benoit of the whole of the thing, you know. Oh yeah, it it's just a matter of what are you okay with showing and what is irresponsible to show on honestly a, a product that that's not that that's that's forever that's supposed to be for everyone, you know. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I I, I think I, I think it I, was. I, know I haven't really I, answered your question. No, nah, it's fine. Like I, I, I think it's just one of those things that some people are gonna walk away being like, "That was fucking awesome." Some people are gonna walk away thinking like, "Oh my god, fuck AEW! I can't believe they showed that shit. I never want to watch them again." And then some people are gonna be like me, like, "Wow, I'm very surprised that they showed that on TV. Not really my taste, but I'm still gonna tune in next week." You know? Yeah, and I, I think that's where I land as well. Is that I'm, I'm still gonna tune in next week. But yeah, maybe they shouldn't have done that, you know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what else do we have? Thunder Rosa and Thunder Rosa. Baker. Yeah. What what was that? Oh, that was the tag team match. It was a tag team match. Uh and Ro- Thunder Rosa pinned Britt Baker. So not only on last Friday's rampage did she hold up the title, but this week Thunder Rosa pinned Britt Baker in the center of the ring. In in WWE booking. That would mean Britt Baker was retaining, but we'll see what happens with AEW. We will see, and we'll see how the predictions lie. And then the main event, uh, we had the Undisputed Era portion of like Cole Fish and O'Reilly. I mean, it's just yeah, easier to say that. That's uh, what I'm watching right now, and I know that's not the music that's that's going on right now, but it, in my brain, since I'm watching it on mute, I was playing Undisputed Era's music in my head. That's <laughs> I, I it didn't even seem wrong to me until until you just said uh it's not undisputed era but <laughs> so you're in the middle of watching the entrances and I I was about to spoil you on what happened it's fine you can talk about it pyro drink uh but they took on hangman page and john silver and alex reynolds of the dark order it was a good match like we got a lot of uh cole and hangman in the ring together uh it was mostly hangman in the match what it seemed like and then uh undisputed era those three they win uh and then after the match they tape hangman to the ropes and force him to watch silver and reynolds just get destroyed in the middle of the ring by uh cole fish and o'reilly and then Adam Cole gives Hangman a couple super kicks and we close it out. Thought though, like all in all, solid go home dynamite. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 been a good show so far. So I'm sure this <laughs> match. <is gonna> be <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I just love Undisputed Era. Yeah, they. I like. The, I'm, the three I'm glad the guys in the ring right now. Just that, like they get it gets me excited. You know, I'm glad they're back together. Yeah. In the same place. It's it makes me happy. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into our AEW revolution predictions. 
Joseph. Let's do it for the first time. So the first match, let's talk about these pre-show matches. Uh, let's start with Chris Statlander versus legit Layla Hirsch. Joe, who do you have and why? Um, Statlander for no reason. Uh, same other than my reason is that she's the face. And I think Layla Hirsch won last time they faced off. I just I, think she's she's a more established star. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but like they've had a match in the past couple, like somewhere in the past couple weeks, and I couldn't remember who won, and I was too lazy to look it up. So I just picked Chris Statlander. Didn't yeah. really care. I am afraid though that this is gonna go that this could go either way, and hopefully this doesn't make or break me. Yeah, I I I'm I'm sticking with it. Statlander is my choice. I have no other reason. It's a pre-show match. Definitely not as much build. It actually has a decent amount of build, but they just don't show it a whole lot on yeah. TV. Uh, yeah, I know it's been going on for like four-ish months. I don't know about that long, but it's been going on for a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, next pre-show match is Hook versus QT Marshall. Why do you have Hook? Uh, because it's Hook. Yeah. And QT versus QT Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was really upset when I saw that this match w- was made because I was really holding out hope that Hook would be in the face of the Revolution ladder match. I don't know why. Maybe just because like all the other members of Team Taz are in there. So I was just holding out hope that Hook would be in there, but he's not. But yeah, Hook is obviously winning this match. Like if he doesn't, 100%. if Hook doesn't win, we riot, right? Yeah. All right. Or cool. at least we, we sit there and we're like, why the fuck would QT Marshall win? Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll at the very least do that. Maybe send an angry tweet. Yeah. At I the feel like very least. Definitely do. Send yeah. That'll get them going. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Next. Uh let's go with I don't know, probably an easy one. The AHFO, Matt Hardy, Andrade. El Idolo and Isaiah Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Sting. Joe, who do you have and why? I've got Darby Allen, Sting, and Guevara. Yep. And the reason behind that is, is because it's Sting versus Matt Hardy. And Sting doesn't lose, and Matt Hardy loses all the time. Also, Isaiah Cassidy is in this match strictly to get pinned. And yeah, because Jeff Hardy's not in the company yet. That too. <laughs> uh, do we maybe <laughs> do we maybe see Jeff Hardy? Uh, I think, I think days not, 90 days is not up yet. I don't think. I don't think they give a fuck, dude. I think they're ready to be sued. I don't think they care. Really? Yeah, I really don't think they care. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I I'm I'm. It's more of a wishful thinking, but like, I I don't actually think it's gonna happen. That was more. No, of I a, don't think I don't think he shows up. All right. Uh. Go ahead and pick the next match that we're going to predict here. Um, the next match <laughs> is, uh huh. I guess Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti. Hmm, that's what I had next. Uh, I am picking Jade Cargill. Uh, half of that is because I need some uh, heels to win on this card for the balance of heels and faces winning 
uh, to just kind of even out because I looked at this and I got a lot of faces winning here. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. I also, I mean, Jade's just on the winning streak. So like, why would you break that now? Yeah. That, there's that, like that's barely, exactly, there's barely a story here. That's exactly why I picked Cargill is because she's never been pinned. She is the first TBS champion. So she's going to have a relatively long range. It's she's only been champ for two months. Yeah. Three, two months. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason for this to be the end for a match that has no build at all. No reason at all. Okay. That's how I feel um, about that. So I think now the rest of the card is like stuff that I'm heavily like all matches that I'm heavily invested in and like the rest of the card. And I, and it's not to say that the six man tag is not going to be good because it's going to be no, great. I, I just tag matches. Yeah, I think that that's going to be very good. I just think the outcome is very predictable. Um, the rest of this card, I think there's a couple things that are a little predictable, but man, I cannot wait to watch every single one of these matches. But I'm going to start with, let's do Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston Joe. Nice, that's what I would have gone with. Who do you have and why? Again, my, my whys aren't going to be very good for this. For, for most of this pay-per-view, honestly. But I have Chris Jericho because I don't, see, I don't see any reason for Jericho to lose and for Kingston to win. It's Dude, just because of... The Eddie can't win the big one. and He can't win the big one, but he wins all the small ones. Is that what you're saying? No, that's like the story here is Jericho telling Kingston he can't win the big one, and Jericho is the big one. Um, but I picked Chris Jericho as well. <laughs> Uh, my, my thought process here was I actually did do some research here to see, you know, I just looked at the last two AEW pay-per-views. Uh, would you like to guess in the last two AEW pay-per-views what Eddie Kingston's record and Chris Jericho's records are? Well, Kingston lost to Miro, right? That was a match on a pay-per-view. That was a match. And then the one before that, Kingston lost to, was it Punk? Uh, switch the two. Yeah, that was Punk yeah. at the most recent one. Okay. Uh, so zero and two, and I'm assuming that Jericho's two and zero. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you his matches. Uh, Jericho at All Out was against MJF, and then at Full yep. Gear was the Minneapolis Street Fight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that is exactly why I went with Chris Jericho. Yeah, I think that's what I did internally in my brain, but like without actually looking at looking the up the research. <laughs> I don't just know. Chris, I just Chris Jericho is a huge name in AEW, even though his matches aren't fucking awesome anymore. He's a huge name in AEW. Yeah, and it's not. He's he's the he's the workhorse. I just kind of thought about like the aftermath. Like if Jericho loses, like if either of these guys lose, it doesn't really it doesn't hurt them really at all. Right. And then like, does Eddie Kingston really need a win? I don't know. Maybe because he's lost the last two. I didn't go back any further than that. He's probably lost some other ones, but like a win, I feel like a win helps Jericho more and he's got more going on storyline versus Eddie Kingston. Like, I don't know. That's why I went with that. All right. So match after that, that I got, it's my turn, right? Yeah. Send it. Is uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus 
Thunder Rosa. So we've talked a lot about this one already. Uh, Thunder Rosa held up the title on Friday Night Rampage last week. She pinned Britt Baker on Dynamite this week. All signs point to Britt Baker retaining at Revolution Joe. So that's what I went with. I'm going with Britt Baker. And it's not, it's not the, it's actually not the Thunder Rosa stuff from this past week. Cause I don't think AEW gives a shit about any of that. I just don't think it's like, I know that I made this prediction like so long ago that these two were going to have a match at Revolution and Thunder Rosa would win. It just doesn't like, it doesn't feel like they built her up enough and it just doesn't, the timing doesn't feel right to me. So I'm going to say Britt Baker retains. Just feels a little safer. I don't know. I'm going to go the opposite. Nice. Finally have a difference. I'm going to go the opposite because I too predicted that. And I, I, I thought that it was going to be Thunder Rosa that she faced. Uh, but even if it wasn't Thunder Rosa, I just feel that Britt Baker has had the, had the title for so long. And she's had a good title reign. Since Double or Nothing last year. Yeah. So about May. Right. Yep. Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Uh, and I just think it's it's I don't think she's gonna have a year long run. I don't think she's gonna lose it on Dynamite or Rampage or on Ring of Honor. Uh so I think that the, the time is now and just given their history, I think that the Rosa is the right person to lose it to. There's so, also the yeah. aspect that it could be like a little redemption arc for Britt Baker. Being the one, be. being the one that lost the lights out match at St. Patrick's Day Slam last year. Yeah, I, I, I thought that. about that too, but it could also be a. She's always been better, and now she's proved it, in, on where it matters. You know, well, because a lights out match is an unsanctioned match, so it doesn't count against your record, and it doesn't count against really anything. Ooh, that's true, Joe. Good so. point. Good point. That's why they pay you the big bucks. as he starts to cry a little bit inside uh all right next match let's do let's do an easy one here uh triple tret tag team title match jurassic express red dragon and the young bucks joe who do you have and why you ask me why that's a little rude uh i have so i'm not going to say my winner first I have Red Dragon and the Young Bucks getting in each other's way, leading to Jurassic Express retaining. So Jurassic Express wins. Yes. Yeah, I I think this is like, out of all the matches that I'm heavily invested in, I think this is the most obvious one. Just because like, there's all this Bullet Club fallout, not and then also throw in Red Dragon in there like slash like elite fallout that's happening right now and the story's not over and i think that uh sunday's just going to be another building block on that when like the two teams are duking it out and then jurassic express just comes in and gets the victory after the other two teams just beat the shit out of each other somehow or like you said like getting each other's way basically of of winning and jurassic express retains yep also, yeah, because they... I, I could see that being a good storyline to pick up on Wednesday after that, where, oh, I would have won this if it weren't for you. 
and Adam Cole has to be the peace breaker or pick one side or the other, or Kenny Omega comes back and chooses one side or the other or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't That's, know if we see Kenny anytime soon. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. I think it's going to be a while. He, he wanted to be back by February and he's been delayed and I don't know for how long. Uh, that was his, cho- it was his choosing though. Cause he wants to be fully healthy. Yeah. He's got like a couple nagging things allegedly. I don't know, but yeah, I have Jurassic Express as well. So there's that. All right. Next match, I got CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. I think, I mean, MJF's beaten CM Punk twice in the same night. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two, there's two schools of thought you could go down here. Is It's actually really hard to predict. I think so, too. One, AEW does a, a a style of 50-50 booking here and has CM Punk go over. Or two, MJF beats CM Punk again, and now MJF is this guy that CM Punk can never uh, get over the hump with. And, you know, they kind of go their separate ways after this and, like, always sort of months apart, just cross paths again, maybe years apart. And just basically are forever rivals after this, like after this initial feud. And it's always like the little, like the hump that CM Punk can't get over until, you know, some time down the road. That seems a little, that one seems a little bit more far-fetched than just doing the 50-50 booking to me. One, because CM Punk's like in his mid to late forties. So there's not that much time left to put together some really, really long storyline like that. So, I'm going with CM uh, Punk. Triple H was still going until recently, and he's in his mid 50s. So, true. And CM Punk took seven years off. So, who knows? Yeah. He's in, yeah. You're going with CM Punk, you said? Yeah, CM Punk. I, it's a really tough match to predict. MJF is up and coming. CM Punk is forever a big name in wrestling. So, I, I honestly am just saying CM Punk because he is CM Punk. That is no, some great no, insight, like, Joe. It's not it's not as well thought out <laughs> as you. It's just that CM Punk is undefeated in pay-per-view. He this isn't this like I think that CM Punk won't lose until he goes up for the AEW, like on a pay-per-view at least, until he goes up for the AEW championship and on a pay-per-view. Against MJF. Against MJF. When he... Oh, shit, dude. See? You cut me off too soon. Like, you said that's some great insight, but I had other things to say. Yeah, I mean, I like to joke around, but a lot of times, (laughs) you really do have some great points, Joe. (laughs) It makes me think, and it makes you want to switch stuff. Oh, fuck, dude. I do have a lot of faces on this card winning. I'm switching. I am going with MJF. Oh boy. I can't believe it. I just convinced you to switch to the other side. Yeah. Huh? All right. Wait, I was just saying that I don't think CM Punk's losing on a pay-per-view until he loses to Well, until he loses when he goes up for the AEW championship. Yeah. It just made me think that like the only person that can beat him on pay-per-view is MJF. So, yeah, I like going forward with that storyline. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I don't care. Do it at full gear later this year. Just bring it back around. 
have MJF beat Hangman at double or nothing and then have MJF defend against Wardlow at all out and then do MJF versus CM Punk at a full gear. I love it. All Let's right. Do so, it. Uh, so what are you going with? I'm going with MJF. All right. So I you can't believe MJF I just is winning twice at pay-per-view against CM Punk. What? You just made your prediction for full gear that that CM Punk Joe, was going to lose. I mean, come on. Obviously, the match hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> can't can't make my prediction for something that's been that hasn't been announced. I would All never. Right. I would never do that. So um, it's my turn. No. Or did I mine, just say dude. that? No, no, no. You no, just you're did right, that right, one. You're right. You're right. All right. Sorry. Since you just pre- you predicted later, I just assumed. Yeah. Uh. All right, next match, face of the revolution ladder match. We've got Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and then either Christian Cage or Ethan Page for a TNT championship shot. Joe, who do you have and why? So first off, I'll say it's too early to predict this because we don't know if Christian or Ethan Page are going to be in this. That's true. We but... do get we do get a freebie after the matches. Like we we are allowed to change if the match ever changes. That being said, I don't think Christian or Ethan Page are going to win this Same. ladder match. Same. I have Keith Lee. Yeah, I thought there's I think there's only two people that can win this match, and it's Keith Lee or Wardlow. Uh so I just went with who I'd like to see win it more, which it was a lot closer to than I thought it would be when I really kind of thought about who i'd want to win more uh but i went with keith lee as well i just want to see him win yeah i don't think the tnt title is the right storyline for wardlow right now either yeah it could be based off of what we saw on dynamite this week with mjf saying like hey if you you win that tnt championship off sammy guevara i'll take it off your hands because you don't need it you work for me all that all that jibber jabber he's he yeah. speaks at Wardlow all the time. But I don't know. If Wardlow right. wins the TNT championship, he's just never going to fucking lose it. He's too good. He's too big. I don't think he's better, like a better, like like more entertaining at least than a lot of the small guys, but he's he's a big man. I he's love powerful. Wardlow. No, I, I, that's not me saying that he's like bad in the ring. I think he's good in the ring. But I I'm more entertained by the small guys who fly around than Wardlow who just like power bombs symphony power bombs people yeah hmm agree to disagree Joe yeah I guess we're just into different things <laughs> you and Vince McMahon like big sweaty men uh you want to just move <laughs> on <laughs> let's, let's move on from that <laughs> to John Moxley versus Daniel or Brian Danielson still doing it. <sighs> So I'll tell you what I have written down as my prediction first because I can't remember why, uh, but I picked Brian Danielson. Now help me figure out why I picked Brian Danielson because I can't remember. So Brian Danielson, the whole storyline behind this is that Brian Danielson wants John Moxley to join a faction, and John Moxley says, uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to stand next to you in the ring until I bleed with you in the ring. That's the whole storyline. And yeah. then there was a problem at the beginning of Dynamite this week where they, they looked to, they appeared to get pretty pissed off. Yeah, it's just other. more, it was just more like generic hype up for the match, kind of. 
but that, I mean, it almost got physical until Danielson ducked out of the ring, but yeah. I think it kind of had to do with like, I kind of think that like a heel Danielson could like cheat to win this match without Moxley realizing it. And so Danielson would win. And then the next week on dynamite would be like, look, I beat you. It's time for you to come join my faction. That, and, that's kind of my line of thought is, and that- then, and then Moxley figures out that he cheated and they go on to have a program over the next month. Like or at least know. a rematch. That's some pretty WWE thinking. Is that is that they have a program for a month when they have no one associated with them right now? That's that's like a full month of them just doing rematches against each other. Because not rematches. Okay, so they do one rematch. Okay, one rematch. Maybe two. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. seven. See, that's the WWE. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't oh. hate seeing that. Yeah. No, it would be good. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Uh, I kind of want this faction. I wouldn't mind if this faction came together. I'm not Chad. I don't hate factions. And burn. I, I don't know what the uh, what my favorite way of the or what my predicted way of the faction coming together is. But I'm leaning towards John Moxley winning, but gaining respect for Danielson and saying, "All right." I won, but I'll join your faction. There's so also... The yeah, oh, go, go ahead. Oh, man. No, 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 no go off. Okay, okay, okay. There's also the added thing that I just thought about is that John Moxley said in the promo a couple of weeks ago that he has never beaten Brian Danielson. Yeah. And I forgot about that. I'm going to stick with Danielson. I'm not going to switch again. I said but, Moxley, right? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm sticking with it. Oh, boy. Fuck. I don't like it. Anyways, um, it's your turn now. Main event time. And now it is time for the main event. Adam versus Adam. Page versus Cole. Adam versus other Adam. And why? Uh, I have other Adam here. That being of the hangman page style Mm -hmm. slash variety. Um, It's just not time for him to drop the title and i'm going to stick on this hangman is going to lose the title to mjf thing until it just doesn't happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm gonna stick with that so it's hangman i agree it's hangman yeah similar think- reasons just won the championship at the last pay-per-view AEW doesn't really hot swap their titles yeah that's it all right um close out with props uh, I'll start. I'll just go ahead and give you my props because I feel like blood and appearance props and the end time is always it's a fucking tiebreaker anyways. But blood and appearance is a lot easier for AEW pay-per-views. Uh, so uh, for blood, I thought this was just a no-brainer. Uh, I went with CM Punk. <laughs> I was going to go with CM Punk. I mean, you I feel free. I still am. Feel free to yeah do that. And for my appearance, um, I just picked the person that I would most enjoy seeing that's not on this card. Uh, so I picked Danhausen. <laughs> and my end time is eleven forty two, because I'm not the fucking champion anymore. Um, so for who not on the card will make an appearance? I got. Oh wait, sorry. For blood, I I said I said CM Punk, right? 
That's what yeah. you said, yeah. Yeah, I said that. And then for who not on the card will make an appearance, I got... Do-do-do? Do you do drop? Do-do-do-do-do? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> um... He's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking very, very hard. I'm just trying to think of Ty Dillinger's name. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. It's a solid pick. And your end time, Joe. And my end time is eleven forty-nine. Well, that wraps up predictions for AEW Revolution. Next week, uh, we're going to have our beer ratings from AEW Revolution. It's another AEW pay-per-view. Uh, I can only imagine that it's going to be in the top five for beer ratings. Probably top four. Uh, this will be the fourth AEW pay-per-view that we're giving beer ratings for since the show started. Uh, and all the other three are the top three pay-per-views with regards to how many beers they've gotten. So I imagine this is going to be no different. Monday morning is going to suck. Uh, but we'll be talking all about that next week, as well as the weekly recap. Uh, more build up to WrestleMania on Raw and SmackDown. Got the big Raw Tag Team Championship triple threat match. Uh, probably some more Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar stuff on SmackDown tonight. And Intercontinental Championship match tonight. Exciting mm -hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week, and then uh, more more build up on Stand and Deliver, uh, towards Stand and Deliver for NXT 2.0, and then also on Dynamite next week we're gonna have the fallout from Revolution that we're gonna talk about, and hopefully Chad will be back. We can get the gang, the gang all there next week, hopefully, for the first time. And in... oh no, I guess you were here a few weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we will catch you on down the road. I was thinking about